to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. For what? I'm just joking. In general. In general. Life partner to share the cat with. Something like that. Someone I can hand the cat off to, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that old trick. Hello, welcome to episode 144 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. And we're recording in the morning, so Chris isn't drinking. I'm so not drunk. Uh, I'm not I'm, sure if that makes the podcast better or worse, and worse. I'm wondering if Chris has a drinking problem. But <laughs> here we are, he's on the coffee. It's Saturday morning. I'm on the coffee, I've got toffee. you got the cat jammed in your jersey. It should be in something else though, shouldn't it? Should we talk about that? Uh, yeah, well, we, it's been a huge week. Can I just say that first? So It has. And I'm saying that as part of uh, almost an apology. So obviously Saturday, Sunday was pretty busy with TEDx, uh, more than pretty busy, I'd say. Uh, Monday, I went to work. Oh, so Sunday, we had the after party. We got home. We had a few That was good. Guests. Chris can't remember coming home. Uh, we had a few house guests and uh, I do remember going to bed at 11 because I'm like, yeah, I've got to get up at 5. To be fair, I wasn't the one that was really keen to go to bed right at that point because I wanted to show that video. But anyway. Um, That's right. It's and, only 12 minutes long and it turns out it was 21 and no. And nobody was up for the extra little bit pussies. Anyway, so I went to bed up at, uh, at work at 5 the next morning. Um, probably not as sober as I should have been at 5 in the morning. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I didn't finish work till 20 to 11 that night. Which and I did, But I did have an hour for lunch. Good stuff. Good. Did uh, anything exciting happen apart from your work schedule? Because it's enthralling. Knowing I know when you it's went to enthralling. Work. So, so Tuesday I I did ha- uh, only four hours, which means I went to bed, uh, went home by ten o'clock. Um, yeah, the yeah. excitement factor is building. Yeah. And then I went to Palmerston North the next day. How was Palmerston North? Let's I made us. a dick of myself at Palmerston North. That's almost guaranteed. <laughs> I need to know more. <laughs> I can only imagine no, what you did. No, it's it, it's silly, but it's one of those things you're like, what did you just do? Wow, so, it seems to be a talent sometimes of yours. <laughs> just saying. We uh, we arrive in Palmerston North. Now, so, so you're meeting the oh, Palmerston North type people. That well, yeah, so same. my the owner of the Gilmore's that I'm, I'm at, so they're all owner-operated, yep. in case you didn't know all food stuff stuff is. Um, so the owner of the, the store I'm at, we, we go fly down, and the owner of the other store comes to pick us up. Yep, sounds good. So, uh, you know, Gilmore's uh, four-wheel drive type thing. Nice. Comes pulling in, you know, sign written, yep. really flashy new one. And we jump in. And we're in there, and they exchange pleasantries, obviously, yep. they've met before, my boss is Dane. And, you're just and he introduces there. me, and he says, Chris. And the guy says, Chris. And I say, Chris. Is his name Chris? So I assumed his name was Chris. Oh, okay. And I called him Chris for about two hours. Yeah, okay, And I Chris. called him Chris yeah. to other people for about two hours until I realized his name's Pete. So yeah, close, just... so close. <laughs> also, why no one <coughs> corrected you early on in the piece? Normally they would in that situation. They'd be like, yeah. actually, oh, no, not Chris. Um, I'm Pete. Yeah, I suppose I didn't say it much, but in my head it was Chris. So I'm like, how many times have I said it? I said it. I definitely said it to somebody else. Yeah, and they didn't know them, what you were on about. And they didn't know who I was talking about. And then when I started talking about Pete, I'm like, so that trip was good though. Apart from, oh that? no, it was awesome. It was awesome. I got, got loads and loads of photos of shelving. 
So, you know, exciting. The excitement factor continues to when rise you, on this podcast. It, well, you, you, you're bringing it, but um, when you are in stores and warehousing, you do take lots of photos of shelving when you see other yeah, people's setups. Yeah, they do things so much better than we do uh, in a lot of ways. So, that, I'd, that love, cool. I, I'd love to, to see how you are doing things. Be interesting. Oh, you you, you don't want to. It's a mess. <laughs> it'd, it'd probably crack me up. Um, yeah, so I'm anyway, glad oh, I don't. But we got our mesh done. So <clears throat> the reason we were so late Monday night was that we had five bent uprights. They had been hit with a forklift. And so they're not really load-bearing. And we we had the um, auditors come and say, you've got to change these, which is fair enough, right? And which somebody who may listen to this was Ooh. supposed to do before they left. Uh <laughs> Casual uh, audience member and was part-time flatmate, not saying names. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, so we had to do it that day because the next day the mesh guys are coming in to put mesh on top because that's a uh, foodstuff thing throughout the country. They had to put mesh on anywhere that pallets sit. Oh, right. So yeah, yeah, don't yeah. fall through or whatever. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so, you know, like, damn. So we... We worked pretty hard, and I thought we got into a pretty good routine with, with changing these uh, uprights. So you've got to take everything off the shelves. You've got to take all the shelves out. You've got an upright, which is like three stories tall. tall. They're, they're quite light when you lift them up, or relatively. Yeah, they're not too bad. Um, so you're going to unbolt them from the floor, lift it out, bring another one in, place it in, which is not as easy as it sounds. Bolt it down, then put all the shelves back up. Amazing. So that's what we did. We got into a bit of a thing. I, I was driving a, a forklift with the cage in it, and they're in the cage, and I'm lifting yeah. them up to do all that. So uh, it turns out when the, we, we did two, and we went, yeah, we'll get the contract to stay the rest, because damn, uh, we were there all night. Um, and it turns out it takes the contract to half an hour. Uh, each one, less than half an hour to do each yeah, one. Yeah, I was sort of wondering why it was taking you so long. Um, and the reason, one of the main reasons was they don't remove all the, sh- um, they remove all the wooden pieces out of the shelves and that. Yeah. They don't remove all the cross braces. They just leave them hanging off the other side. Oh, right. And then take it out and take it in okay. and just clip, 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 and put the wood back in or whatever's in there and uh, away you go. Mm, interesting. So I'm like, oh, well, now we know. Anyway, so that that was um, physical. That's Chris's work week roundup. I hope there's no more. Is there more? Uh, yeah, there was more, but it's all right because you know. Is all right. I've I've been sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been coughing my guts out. So yeah. Okay, just keep drinking that coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so TEDx was on the weekend. Uh, on the whole, it went really well. There was little pockets. Mm, yeah. Um, That's but- a, isn't that fair? I'm not going to I, say. I, I, I don't think the pockets were that bad. I don't think there was that much. Tr- no, problem. not really. I was disappointed with uh, one or two performances, but, you know, you always get that. That's right. I um, wasn't disappointed with my own performance. That's the main thing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So I made a, another name faux pas on stage, uh, like, big time, but uh, I don't care. It made everyone laugh. That's well, and, that w- and it made that woman's point for it. So that's okay. Um, well, that was a random person from the audience. So we had some random up. people from the audience. I had some names I had to read out. I didn't know who was who. So I started talking to this woman and saying, because she was very ethnic looking. Yes. How do you pronounce the the most ethnic name? And she goes, I don't know. My name's Prashant. And it was some other dude had this. Really that's right. The little the, the real excited dude about the flying car. Yeah, I'm like, he was okay, intense. that was amusing. So, th- yeah, that was cool. But, um, no, it worked really well having two co-MCs. 
Um, pretty much everything worked right on the night. I don't think we had any major hiccups. You had some problems with your slides, though, didn't you? Yeah, buddy PowerPoint, but it's all right. Yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't work on two of them, but and it was all right. Did you find out why? Because I know why. Uh, what was it? They clicked out of the program that was. Oh yeah, at. sorry, it was out of the. Yeah, I got did get told that. So yeah. I yeah. So I, 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 yeah. I don't know what those guys are doing at the top. Sometimes because in theory they. Sh- I don't know what they clicked out. What what would they have clicked out into? That's like you think they would have just been a hundred percent focused for that twelve minutes or fifteen minutes or whatever it was. I don't know. It just seems strange. I have no idea. Because in the rehearsal. They weren't even watching the stage at one point, and the dude on the side was screaming at them because something wasn't working. And he said, how do you not know it's not working? Oh, we weren't watching. Yeah. So he said, how are you not watching? Um, yeah. You know, like, that's your job. That's right. I'll talk to Cam- We'll debrief with Cameron because Cameron's uh, not done that before. So I, I still think it was better than having nobody, having me up there because I was up there last year and yeah, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. No, so, so that was all good. Um, went to the museum. And they've got the Contemporary Art Awards. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. How oh, yes. did you find your TEDx experience? Oh, TEDx experience was really good. Um, being a speaker and so forth. Yes, being a speaker. It was pretty good. It was a different... Like, I saw the people last year, and it was just a different dynamic because... Uh, three? Four? How many speakers I only met on the rehearsal? Three. Yeah. It was Victor, Rosie, and Ryan. Yeah, you'd ne- never heard before. So never heard before. So that was a bit strange. Or not, I don't know, a bit different, yeah. uh, that experience. But that was all right. But, you, they, I mean, two of them seemed like knobs. And one of them was really nice and really busy. Which, can, one, which one was nice and busy? Ryan. Nicest guy in the world. Oh, he was, eh? Really liked nice. Ryan. Met his wife. She came up to the green room at the back. She was lovely. He was great. Had a little talk with him. He was good. Ryan was nice. Um. Yeah. Rosie gave me I I have essential oils for my throat. Oh, uh, yeah, well, it, it was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, one of the highlights is when you ran across the stage to touch her arm. Apparently, that looked weird. Oh, really? Yeah. So, there's feedback. Um, oh, weird. Because she, tur- okay, right, she right. turned and walked away before you got to her. Right. And then you did like a quick, quick double step yeah, to catch yeah. up. <clears throat> so... Yeah, because the only reason I was out there was to get her to move, and she already started moving, and I was stuck on stage. I know, and it would have been weird because you'd just been like, "I've just walked out for nothing." Yeah, so I must have just like yeah. double slept it to to to, <laughs> to go. Or we're good to go. Food right. was great, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. Noodle boxes worked well. I still haven't given him the receipts for the noodle boxes. I'm still waiting for the dollar from a film a year and a half ago, so I'm not holding up much hope. Um. Yeah. Right. True. Oh, you, we got another film coming up. You do. October. Have we talked about that? Yes. On the podcast? Yes. Okay. We won't talk about that. All right. But it's well, I'm supposed to be doing some filming But today. it's 48-hour weekend right now. <clears throat> um, I see they did a little bit different with the genre, genres and stuff. Oh, yeah. They changed the uh, genres up. Have you looked at our thing? Have we, do we know what we've got or anything? Well, I don't know. I'm, I think it's all through something else, not Facebook, so I haven't been told. Oh, really? Because you had to send all your your email to him for a Google Doc, which I think he's updating. Oh, I, I've been. I heard some pinging this morning. I was like, "Oh, that must be Facebook." Oh no, and I'm getting lots of updates for uh, last year's team, Slate Forty Eight. I know exactly what they're up to. Oh right, yeah. No, I'm getting nothing on anything. That's cool. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. I'll find out. So it should be good. See how it goes. Uh, genre was a different, and then you got to pick a theme. Do you see Ben Spider? No. 
Oh, so it had these are com- these are you're given all the. Um, I should find it actually because it's real interesting. Oh, did you see Ben's? Just while you looking at that, did you see Ben's video for getting funds for Slate Forty Eight? I didn't watch it. How it was, was it? So funny. It was actually it, really it genuinely. Was, it was him funny. and little Nathan, eh? Yeah, but they introduced him as Andrew. It's Ben and Andrew back this year, <laughs> and they just played oh, that that's awesome. And there was a cat um, in the window behind them on the outside of the window. Yeah, and it, it had um, un not uncensored cat un something cat written on it the whole time it was there and then it'd move off and then it'd come back um it was actually really funny but um i thought it was like why are you asking for fun so late in the piece dude yeah i I, I only saw it in the last week i thought i thought that was strange Mm. but it's cool how big a team have they got this year slate 48 uh, i don't know because it was huge last year right yeah it was uh almost 25 people i think yeah, so um, so we've got a wee team um, that I've been to no meetings for. Uh, I don't know if they remember I'm part of the team, actually, but they did ask me about it at TEDx, so I said, yeah, I can't come in on Friday, but I'll come in on Saturday, but I don't know where I'm going yet. I sometimes hate Facebook with a passion. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm in the group, and it's not showing anything. Ooh. Oh, no, it's a page now. Have they set up a different one? Uh, maybe they blanked you because you're not in it oh i've got a youtube uh, collection of sea shanties what why would you have that uh, is that a thing you like sea shanties it's part of our dungeons and dragons <clears throat> uh okay so yeah so one of the one of the half orcs likes sea shanties it's just one of those things, you know. There's nothing new, nothing like everybody else has shit like that going on. Anyway, there was interesting categories, and then you get to pick a theme as well, and that's up to you. So there was like 10 themes, so you could have said um, a buddy movie, and then you could have made it um, a thriller, or a comedy, or a love story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it seemed a bit real real mixed up this year. So what do you know what the... Um... No, I can't find the photo. No, but do you know what the uh, what the ultra thing was about? What do you get for the ultra? I haven't heard what anyone's got. It was like a whole bunch. Do you know bunch. anybody that did the ultra? Oh, in saying that, though, I don't know if Ben and that were doing it with Slate 48 because they had a whole list of random stuff. It was like all these shots, and but I couldn't tell if that was normal or not. That might be ultra because they said there was just a lot more stuff that you had to do in the 48. Yeah, so they had to put in a Willem scream, which is the scream you hear in yep. all the movies. There was like three or four different camera shots and two more things, but I don't think there was a line of dialogue. Oh, that sounds like And I don't think there was a character. So just for those that don't know, when we, you do the um, the 48-hour film thing, there's, there's quite a few things that you normally have. Um, it's about five or six, right? Name, uh, names, uh, a prop. personality, a prop. Um, a line. A line of dialogue, a particular camera technique, um, of course, the genre and that's about it that's about it and so they said this year they go to ultra i did it cost more to do the ultra no i don't think so and uh so those that really want to test themselves they've got a whole bunch more stuff so it sounds like those guys went ultra good on them Our, our team's fairly new so our director has never done it before so i know and um i his 
his idea of what he wanted to do, I'm not sure if it would fit in with the themes that I saw, but be, see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see. And there's no power at the location that they want to use today. Do you see that? Our one, your one. Uh, your one. Uh, nine till two, they're cutting the power to do something with the power poles outside. <laughs> at the, at the, is it the Perfect. cottage? At the cottage, yeah. Yep. Perfect. So good times. Uh, went to the, just want to tell you, they went to the museum the other oh, yep, day. Yep, sorry, yep. Uh, they had the Contemporary Art Awards. And in Art Post, they had the Youth Contemporary Art Awards. Now, the youth ones were way better than the other ones. And the other ones all had the prices on there. And I'm not sure if it's to make me ragey. Because that's what it did. <laughs> Actually, I remember this because you said to me the next day, if you want to get ragey, just go to this. Bam, watch this. We, we should go and just record some audio there, actually. Uh, the highlights. free, eh? Yeah, he's wandering. Two of the highlights. Uh, one was a housing New Zealand house picture of a house printed on a jigsaw puzzle and printed out, and the jigsaw puzzle was all broken up on a table. Oh, it's uh, a political statement. Yep, that's right, exactly. I think it was two and a half grand for that. Um, and then the other one was a photo of a flower in a cup, and then next to it was the flower, uh, the cup smashed on the ground. I think that might have been $1,500 for that one. Wow. But the thing is, I don't, like, okay, there's the theory behind art. That's all good. I don't think anyone's actually paying this money, and no. I don't know where they make it up from. This week also... Did you hear I released a little bonus audio clip this oh, week? I did. I did love that. Did you like that? Well, it was pretty funny how he turned at the end. Like, So you, you, got, to, you got to command prompt and you, so, hang on. you didn't actually do it and you were guessing what it would look like? So I went I went Windows R and I knew the run. So check it out. Check out the, uh, for everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, uh, the website, com. You can listen to it. But I did go, I knew Windows R was going to do the run. Yeah. And so I quickly looked to see if it was blank when he asked me. And I was like, no, whatever, CMD. And then I guessed it was going to go into the and command prompt. I think prompt. he guessed, he realized that you were guessing. But I do like his shutdown. It was. Uh, <laughs> then, then find the box that says, I'm an idiot, and click that. And then he hung up on you. <laughs> I know. I was there. I was, was like burned by a. Scammer. It's oh. hilarious. It probably didn't help when I was saying I was staring deeply into the black box. Yeah, no. Um, that was funny. That was pretty good. I'm glad- so how did you record it? You were- oh, I went on this mad scramble. So I grabbed the landline phone and he was talking to me and I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The computer's not on. Hang on. And it was. Hang on. And I was like, damn it. So I grabbed the Zoom recorder, which I had, and it's got no batteries in it. And I was like, ah, <laughs> threw that on the bed. And then I was like, but I've got the mic on next to my computer. Yeah. So I just quickly plugged that in, turned on Audacity, uh, put the phone on speakerphone and just held it. All right. So oh, okay. it worked really well. So I'm looking forward to more spammers, scammers. <laughs> uh, but I do have an amazing piece of um, spam here. Oh, cool. So this one, so last week we went, uh, someone was after my $2.50. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this yeah, one yeah. is at the other end of the scale. It's written re- really well. Looks really good. Uh, I'll read it out to you real quick. Okay. Uh, it's little, what's that logo? Oh, Gmail. It's Gmail, Chris. <laughs> it's an email thing. and uh, some... I've got one of those. Okay. I haven't looked at it. So <laughs> I've got... Ur- oh, <laughs> yeah. It's full of emails. I bet you do. <laughs> I've got urgent attention. This is the office of, office of the director, Christopher A. Ray. He's from the FBI. W-R-A-Y. W-R-A-Y, yep. Yep. Okay. Um, right. Yep. FBI, it's got their address and everything. Attention beneficiary. That's me, Chris. 
Greetings of the day to you and your family. <laughs> Who says greetings of the day to you? I'm you thinking think? I so need it, to use it more. It's, it's been translated from some African language or, oh, or something, Oh, come on, right? Chris. I think you're just... Uh, oh, maybe I'm being ethnocentrically uh, no. Gre- challenged. Greeting. Uh, it has come to the notice of the Financial Crime Section of the Federal Bureau of, of Investigation, Investigation, International Money- Monetary Fund, United Nations and other world governing bodies. Can we think how many how many world bodies can we think of to put in the sentence? But it's all to do with my outrageous dealings with internet scammers slash imposters. So they know what's happening to me now. Uh, oh, real quick. They, they heard your phone call. This is what this is. <laughs> real, real quick story. Uh, Jeremy commented on that audio. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, Jeremy Housen, number one oh, podcast did. fan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said he got someone the other day and they knew his name was Jeremy and they called him Mr. Jeremy the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. From the sure intelligence that. report made available to us, we found out that you have been in communication with these hoodlums. Ooh. We are who are bent. This is a bit of a different it's, angle. It's very different. It's pretty, okay. All right. Who are bent on extorting money from your endlessly from you endlessly and have been using your data and perpetrating frauds. The report also revealed they have filed for the claim of your overdue inheritance slash contract payment of eight million US dollars <laughs> in the escrow account of the Central Bank of Nigeria. Of course, because all your uh, family uh, bank at Ni- in Nigeria. With, hang on, they do because I've got this guy coming into the picture okay. with your personal data provided to them by you through their foreign cohort in person. Of Mrs. Joan B. Malvin of New York. Uh, and in, in view of that, I'm strictly advised to stop further communication with those scammers and thereby contact the governor's office of the Central Bank of Nigeria with the details below for the transfer of my inheritance and contract payment. Um, I should ignore any messages that do not come from the email address mentioned above. And to enable them to uh, process the thing very fast in Nigeria, I have to provide just a little bit of detail. Not much. Full name, city, state, zip, country, sex, age, and telephone number. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. Not for eight million. No, no. Uh, And if I get any more correspondence from the scammers and imposters, I have to send them on to this dude. And thanks for your understanding and cooperation as we earnestly await your reply. Not bad, not bad. Not bad, it's like up there for a scam. Well, I don't know, because there's that argument that they, they want to make it as dumb as possible because only the dumb people will respond, right? I reckon, But I reckon if they took a bit of time, thought about it, and sent it from something that wasn't some screwy email address, set up something that looked legit, and said, hey, we've got a tax refund owing from the IRD... Oh, 1500 bucks. Yeah. A realistic number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's totally. doable. Totally. Uh, I'm not condoning well, to- it. No, no. But I to- told you that my mate got that because he was selling his car on trade me, eh? His scam. What? No, they what have a hold of somebody who goes, oh, I really want one of those, uh, but I live in the States. Um, so um, can we send it out? And he goes, uh, No, this looks like a scam. Mm. And then the guy goes, Look, I'll, um, I'll, I'll put a deposit in your account. So, the the only thing wrong with this was that his car was like a minivan, oh, budget, nothing, you know, like yeah, a yeah. nothing car. Yeah. Like if it was a flash car, yeah, or, high, you know, high. like a uh, a vintage or something, it would totally work. But um, he was like, "Why would you do that?" Anyway, so the guy ends up putting money in his account. Yeah, so five hundred bucks in yeah. his account. So there's a 
thing and, around that. Yeah, and then then he had to get. Um, then he goes, oh, I can't pay the what's the name for the container? Can you just pay that, and then all the rest of the money yeah. come to you? Blah 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 blah. And so he stopped, but he went through the bank. Um, said I'm being scammed here somehow. I don't know what because you know Marty's a smart guy and he, he's a he was a computer programmer actually at Telcom. Yeah, and um, the guy actually from the security um, division d- division of the bank yeah comes back and said okay that money has come from some little old lady's bank account. So the yeah. guy didn't pay him with his own money no. anyway. Um, and Marty's like I don't get the angle. No, so that's and happen- they're like well what happens is. They can pull the money back out of your account. They can reverse that transaction any time in the next 12 months as well. Yeah. So, um, I've so come like, across what? that before. I was looking after a apartment complex on Waiheke Island, of all things. Y- you? Yeah. Okay. And um, For a Nigerian. No, no. I was looking after <laughs> it. And uh, an email come through for a massive booking. They wanted to book out the whole complex for some sort of medical thing. And it didn't seem quite right, and I Googled it. But what they do is they pay you a deposit that's way more than what you're asking for. Yeah. And they go, oh, so sorry. And then they do something about that reversal thing and then take more money. Oh, wow. So they that's the scam. They say, oh, we were supposed to only pay 500 but we gave you 800 Something I've like that. I've told you about the scam in the pub eh, in London. These two guys come in, and they, they buy a drink, and they give you the money, but they've got... Both yes. of them have got money, and then they they give you this, and they go, "Oh no, can we change that to that?" And yeah. they, they do this thing, and at the end, I'm opening the till, and I'm about to give them some money. I was like, "Actually, hang on, I'm going to be out of pocket here. Like the, that doesn't balance right." Yeah. But I couldn't follow the math because it was so yeah, slick. yeah. There's it's like one and of those said, weird math nah, problems. That's not happening, and they they socially pressured me, you know, social engineering. I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, doesn't make sense to me. I'm not giving you anything else." And they go, "Oh, well, can you at least change it back into?" Three fives, two twenties, blah, 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 whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> so we can do it at the next pub. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But I wish I was like, oh, fuck, I wish I'd videoed that because that was really good. Oh, you probably find it online somewhere. <laughs> yeah, probably could actually now. There, or, was, there wasn't an online back then. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was go to the library, look at an encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Talk anyway, to sorry, random. Uh, we're coming to the end, but real quick, uh, I caught up with the mayor this week. Oh, yes, Because he's yes, keen to I, grow I, a pumpkin. I saw, I saw your uh, post that you... So, Sam and I haven't actually caught up this week because, yet again, I'm on mornings, he's on nights, we don't see each other, so that's interesting. Good times. Um, so, firstly, I have to admit, the mayor looks completely different in real life to the photos. I don't know who it is. Who's that mayor? Uh, Andrew King. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and there's an election coming up too, eh? National election. Yeah, Not- I just heard that. Yeah. Because... We mentioned it on the podcast and um, last week that I hadn't enrolled or anything. Yes. And then uh, Quentin heard the podcast and sent somebody to my work to drop off enrollment papers. Quentin is the man at listening to the podcast. <laughs> he was like, after we finished the after drinks and we were all a bit toasted, yep. he, I said, oh, yeah, the podcast dropped. And he goes, I'm going home and listen to it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good so, man. So yeah. So and he brought a pizza, which was great. And that it, giant that pizza. was that po- podcast. So he got back to me. He goes, "Oh, g- g- yeah. hold Gerard. He's coming to see you or something." And I, because he told me about it, I um, went online to try and do it online, but 
And I wasn't set up for real me. Oh, yeah, yeah, the real ID. So yeah. I had it printed out, and I'm going to get around to it, and I forgot all about it. And then when I got back from Palmerston North, I go into work, and there's a, somebody uh, dropped this in for you? <laughs> Registration papers. I forgot to post them the day before yesterday, so I posted them yesterday, which is oh, like, okay, that, I mean, that's pretty epic for you. I didn't think you were going to do it. So yeah. we went into this meeting, uh, met his executive assistant. She's cool. She's sending me all the council's email addresses. I've got those. He's going uh, to, what in case they wanted to grow a pumpkin? Yeah, yeah, we're going to try and get them to grow. Um, <laughs> he's talking to the mayors in all the district. Hey, can we get a giant pumpkin as the motif for Hamilton? Uh, that, that would be a hard sell, but... Um, I don't know. Give so, it a few more years. So apparently he wasn't as enthusiastic as he was when he was talking to Jenny at the gardens, but he was exactly how I imagined him to be. Like, he yeah. was perfect. But the real uh, payoff was she. He did mention that we could use their marketing team or something. Oh, so he right. said, yeah. let, "Can you say that again into this recorder?" So he said, <laughs> let, "Let me take you upstairs." So he took us upstairs. Go get the name right because I want to screw this up. We met. Um, He's getting cards out of his wallet. We met Tracy, and it turns out Tracy is the city events manager for Hamilton City Council, and she knows what's happening and where, and she's going to help us out with lots of stuff. Um, oh. So that was good. And then after that, how's that for the that's the, the office, office of the mayor Hamilton? It's a Council. random. Uh, that's pretty cool. Coat of arms. It's got poo geckos on it. Executive assistant. Cool. So after that, that was cool. I met oh, up. Oh, uh, my executive assistant quit. So Monday she's finished. So they didn't last long. It's oh like my god! That's that, and that hundred uh, percent down to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, she hundred percent down to you. Yeah, possibly. Uh, after that, I met up with Anita, who was this woman that came up to me at the carnival, super super excited, wanted to take part. Oh, just do whatever you want for the carnival. Sweet. Oh, that's awesome, bro! Awesome. And she switched on enough. I don't need to explain much to her. <laughs> this is. Um, I can say that because most of the people in your um, organization will not know what a podcast is and not know how to listen to this. But they are challenged by the simplest things, aren't they? Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty strange. So, I think only one person out of the group knew what a TEDx was, and I was talking to her about it, and she said, "I'm going to mention it at the next meeting and just say, well done, you.'" And she goes, "Those other people won't. No one will know what it means." Oh, well, um, that dude does the go with the sore legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dennis. Dennis, because he listens to them oh, that's on- good. online. Two people, then. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, they, they, they don't know, they don't get some of the Google Docs stuff, they don't get social media, they don't get... No, I'm in charge um, of that. ...communications on the internet. Or just writing normally, thinking about one person. <laughs> you know who the I mean. The English language. <laughs> Spell check. Spell check. (laughs) Anyway, that brings us to an end. The end. That that is the end. That is the end. So um, we have. We may have some stories next week about filmmaking. Maybe forty-eight hour film. We're going to cover cat sling. Cat sling. Oh, we forgot the cat sling. But I've got to train the cat to use the cat sling. So we'll cover that next week. See how that goes. Um, Make sure to check us out in all the places. Yeah, you know what they are. Yeah, if, if you don't, you Google just search, search the Chris and Sam podcast. We're everywhere. Yep, and we will catch up with you next week. See ya. See Until ya. Bye. Then. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.